Hello, this is Annie Catherine, host of the multi-award-winning podcast, Soulful Series. Thank you for joining me as I chat with award-winning authors who have written a memoir or nonfiction motivational book and have an uplifting message to share. Hi, everyone. I am here with Seema Desai. She is the author of Connected, Discovering Your Inner Guides. Thank you, Seema, so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I just loved your book. I actually read it in one sitting. It didn't take long, but it has so much useful information. And I can't wait to talk to you about what's inside this and have listeners understand it because it's very, very profound. And I think it's going to help a lot of children. So can you tell us what inspired you to write your book? I mean, like any mom, um, my kids, right? Like I was toggling between, it was an interesting time, like before the pandemic, just sort of trying to figure out, you know, I was in medicine for a really long time. I thought I would enjoy being a doctor and it just didn't, didn't resonate. And so, I mean, parts of it did, but so I went on this journey of, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do and I you know, followed quote unquote, the recipe. And I, why is it that I look like everything, you know, it looked perfect on the outside, but inside I felt completely devoid of passion um, and just lacking in purpose. And so I um, had, was already practicing yoga at the time, but my yoga mentor um, suggested that, that I get coaching with him. And so when when I decided to go for that and I started learning all these principles that I, that I talk about in a, in a more accessible way to children in the book, mm-hmm. my whole world just shifted, not overnight, mm-hmm. but I started to see a change within myself. And then I thought, um, you know, one of the biggest areas that was sticky for me was I knew I could be a better parent than I was, right? Like I knew I didn't need to be so angry or I just, I just knew I, I could be better and that my kids deserved better. And I know we were all doing our best, but yeah. Um, anyway. And so I thought, well, let me just kind of translate these messages to the kids, right? Let me start planting these seeds for the kids. Mm-hmm. And maybe if we have a common language, um, not only has it gotten better for just me, but maybe it'll get better for everyone. And so, oh my gosh, it was magical. Um, you know, and, and helping them identify like, I am not my thoughts and, you know, just, just creating, giving them the tools to create more empathy for each other. Um, even for my husband and and myself, when we would get upset or frustrated, you know, uh, I'll never forget my, my son was five and he told my husband, like, I am ready to listen when you are ready to speak respectfully. (laughs) And, you know, my husband just like, stopped and was like, okay, right? Like, what am I teaching him in this moment? And it it was, it was this very interesting experience. So when I, long story short, every child deserves these life skills and, and tools Mm -hmm. um, to be able to succeed in life and get along with one another and create solutions and um, that are sustainable and create happiness for themselves. So that's why I wrote the book. Yeah. I, I love that you said you wanted to be a better parent because I think a lot of parents, including myself, feel that way. We expect a lot of our children and then we get upset with ourselves when we get angry, if they're not listening. And so I can see how your book 
how you writing your own, this book helped you, but also helped your children. And I think, I don't know about your, I, I think children these days are different than how we grew up. Um, they're, I feel like they're more aware. They're more sensitive. Uh, they just, your child saying to your husband, I will talk to you when you are talking to me respectfully. That is so much self-awareness. And I feel like I didn't grow up that way, but I see that in my daughter. Like she's almost like an old soul. Do you feel that way with your own children too? I do. Yeah, I do. I feel like they're old souls. Now they're still totally typical children. Yeah. I, you know, we totally have moments of melting down. Um, yeah. Moms, dads, everybody, we have, we have parties, but it's, yeah. but yeah, I think you're right. Um, there's a lot of research now that's coming to light about generational trauma and how that manifests in each generation. And I know a lot of the, um, older paradigm. Like I know if I had told my mom that, cause he said it in the most loving patient, yeah. most calm way, right? This is how I would want to be spoken to. Yes. And I know that would be very triggering for a lot of parents, right? Like yeah. you're the child, you respect me, not the other way and blah, 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 right? Like all of these things. And so, um, it is a, it's a major shift in paradigm for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes, that is the perfect way to describe it. So can you talk a little bit about the themes that are explored in your book? I mean, the biggest one is self-compassion, right? I, it, everything we see here, think about, goes through these in, inner filters. And I, like I tell with my coaching clients, if you are an angry, at an angry energetic level, or if you're in the mode of your guards, as I talk about in the book, so feelings of like anger, blame, shame, judgment, you know, guilt, um, you know, the, the stimulus, the input can be interpreted in a myriad of different ways, right? I could say, oh, you have a lot of books behind you, right? And if you're proud of that and you love that and it lights you up, you're going to be like, oh, I, you know, da, 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 right? But if you're having issues about maybe somebody said something to you about, um, I don't know, whatever, like I, it, it could be interpreted in, in ways of like, is she saying I have too much? Is she saying that I read too much? Is she saying that I like, <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and so, but, but it's from a, uh, an unhealed place. Okay. And I think that's what really the root of it is, is can we stop? And it's very, it's not easy, but it is simple. Yeah. Are we aware of when we're in our guard modes yeah. and can we have compassion for ourselves enough to let go of those messages mm -hmm. to come back to a place of neutral so we can see things as they are and not through the eyes of our guards? Yes, yes. And that goes back to um, you are not your thoughts too, because a lot of times the trigger is how you think about something. So I, I like the fact that, and I've, I've heard this uh, many times from other authors who write these types of books is sit with it, give it space. And if you can try to let it go, but give yourself the space and the compassion to know where it's coming from and yeah, a neutral, a neutral spot, like you've said. And it, 
it is hard to do because I've tried to do it. So, but, but it is a simple concept. It's just, we just have to figure out and that's what your book does. So do you have some tools um, that you can share that can help? I mean, even, you know, not just kids, this is for adults too, that could help you get to that neutral. Yeah. Point. I think the biggest thing, you know, the book is full of tools, right? Like, like what do I do when, uh, but, but the key to it all is the awareness, yeah. right? Like in the book, we talk about what to do when you are, um, when your guards are talking yeah. and what to do when your guides are talking and you want to strengthen that connection, right? So both sides of the coin, but the key is the awareness. Yeah. So, um, you know, I work a lot. I'm actually doing a masterclass right now. And, and what we're working on is interoception, right? Our body um, talks to us all the time and it doesn't always feel good, but because it doesn't always feel good, we tend to like jump over it or skip over it or push it away or react. Right. Yeah. And so building that awareness of like, oh, she said this to me and it doesn't feel good to your point, you mentioned, you know, sticking with it, all of those things. Um, building awareness for what it feels like for you specifically, right? Because anger for me, me feels very different than anger for uh, you or for your kids or for your mom or whoever, right? Um, so what does that mean for you? So that you know, like, oh, I'm, it's my, the Sanskrit word for it is the ahankara, right? The ego, like that's, that's my guards that are talking and it's not, me. It's not my higher self. It's not the higher order of things. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know when to shift. Yes. 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 That's good advice. So you talked about the guards. Now talk a little bit about what inner guides are. Yeah. So we all have that inner wisdom, right? Like that, that sense of intuition, right? Like there's not, um, in, in the book, it's kind of painted as, uh, I wanted the, the readers to be able to create in their minds whatever it means for them. So these higher energies of love, compassion, trust, creativity, peace, um, empathy, curiosity, right? That be ability to step away from this is how I see things and, oh, this is how you see things. Now I understand, right? Why you're angry or why you're scared or um, those are so critical. And, and from a neuro side of things, when you look at the brain, right, those are very different parts of the brain that we access. And so you can look at it with a spiritual lens, or if you're like uh, a lot of my medical colleagues where we want like hardcore scientific proof, like it's, it's there too. It's a lot of, of um, just different parts of the brain that we're accessing. Okay. Um, but they're, they're the lighter emotions, right? They're the ones that feel good. They're often dismissed as um, fluff or soft or unnecessary to get the job done. Um, but they're important and often the key to our highest successes are through these energies, the guides. Yeah. But you need both, right? You need, you need the guards and you need the inner guides for, mm -hmm. for an overall well-being. Can you talk a little bit more about, um, why both are important? Sure. Um, and, and I, I don't know how well, or if I've communicated this enough in the book, but 
it's easy to want to paint the guides um, as good and the guards as bad, right? And I want to really caution people against that. There is not a good or a bad. There's not a right or a wrong. It's a matter of how well is that perspective serving you in the moment, in that situation? Um, You know, the guards exist to keep us safe, right? So I don't want to be you know, thinking about creative ways to solve a problem. If a rattlesnake is about to bite me, like now there are times where if you can zone in and center, you might be able to slow down enough to see a safe way out. Right. But that's not how humans are wired. Right. Like if we're in an eminent danger, somebody's about to run into us on the freeway, or we are watching our kid cross the street and they're not looking, whatever it may be, that is not the time to sit there and center. Right. (laughs) Um, so, so, and, and importantly, we have our, our guards, we're by default wired to think this way through the eyes of the guards, because that's where we, we talked about generational trauma, right? Just a little tiny, tiny bit, but we got this from our ancestors. The ones who stopped to smell the roses died, (laughs) right? But, but we're not in these life-threatening situations today, so no longer do our guards service in the way that they so wholly did in the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Because so often I'll say to myself, think positively, think positively. You'll get out of this. You think positively, but I think that doesn't serve me well all the time. Mm-mm. Not especially with the flight or fight response. You sure. can't. Like, oh, there goes my daughter crossing the street. Oh, here's a truck. Oh, let's think positive. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't will it not to hit her, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. that's not how that works. No. Yeah, and and it's important to hold space um, for that, right? Like oftentimes, and then I do touch on this in the book too, right? Like when we're feeling that anger, blame, shame, judgment, Yeah. Um. so often we push it away and we try to tell ourselves like, muscle up buttercup or think positively because it's wrong, quote unquote, to, to feel the other emotions or they don't feel good. And what I've found is that if we just acknowledge and validate those emotions, they pipe down, right. And you can, they, they calm down enough for you to, to decide, okay, is this actually serving me or is there a, a different approach? Yes. Yes. Yes, that is the perfect way to say that. So um, tell us how your book Connected is different from those on the market. I mean, it's different. I My offhand response is that it's different because it's written. Um, I wrote it, right? Like no one else can, can write that book. Um, there, there's certainly similar subjects and things. But what I love about it is that um, it is simple enough to read in, in one go, but it's not meant to, it's not designed that way, right? Like it's meant to be a resource. It's not meant to be a storybook. It's not really a journal per se that you would write in. Um, it's it's a guide. It's a guide for life. It's a roadmap. And it's, it's meant to, you can take this and use it as you see fit for you and your family based on your cultural and religious beliefs, right? Um, and, and I think that that's really what's so cool about it is I've had moms tell me, well, you know, I sat down and we kind of went through the first few pages and it's meant to be a conversation starter too, right? Like we have these thought provoking questions and reflection questions and 
to help really the child understand what it means for them to be strong or balanced or whatever. And then for the parent also to stop and reflect and maybe consider a perspective they hadn't seen before. So not only is it tools and tips, but conversation starters, it's meant to be a a safe space, create a safe space between the caregiver and the care receiver as well. Okay. And so who will benefit most from the book? Um, Those who are open to rethinking how they're doing things, whether you're eight or 80, I feel like the biggest, uh, the biggest thing about any of any learning is are you truly ready to be open to, to considering if how you're doing things is really serving you for your highest goals, your highest dreams, your highest successes? And if not, maybe it's worth considering a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. You know, as a child, I had suffered from anxiety, but I didn't ever, growing up, it, when I grew up, I, I don't think it was diagnosed at that point. I, or I, They ran test after test for my stomach because I was having problems and I was physically fine, was manifesting that I was always sick with my in my stomach. And doctors were like, you're physically fine. But nobody could understand. And I, as a child, didn't even know. Yeah. But yeah. looking back, I could see what it was and it was anxiety. So I think this resource for kids now is, well, I, I wish I would have had something like this when I was. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this is such a great resource because, you know, I, you know, my daughter has stomach aches too and stuff. And now I realize mm-hmm. that yes, she has something it's, it's not, it's, manifesting physically but it's not coming it's not there's nothing physically wrong with her right 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 absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so the tools in this book will really will help well me as well as her and I I I love that exactly I I wanted it to be accessible to children Mm -hmm. but I, I I think it often gets um you know when we I talk to people about the book it's like oh it's a book for kids and it's like well not really you know um so it is for anyone and everyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, can be used. I, I love getting messages from teachers, you know, using yeah. it in their classrooms, um, parents, coaches, you know, whatever it may be, but it's so, um, it's just applicable in a, in a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you like readers to take away from your book? Um, that they have incredible, incredible power. Yeah. an incredible gift that no one else has yeah. and it's difficult to see it but we do truly have um the power to to make this world so much kinder and so much more at peace and i and i think importantly the other key that i want to share with people is that people, we we always go looking for the happiness and the peace externally, right? Like if I take the yoga class, why am I not at peace? Right? Like, or I got the degree. Why am I not at peace? I made the bed and I ate all my vegetables. Why am I still feeling unhappy? Whatever, whoever, wherever, whatever you are. uh, And, and it's not, you know, the, the peace is there. The happiness is there. It's just that the journey within you, we have it. We have to trust that it's there, but it may be different for every person. And we, it's on us to 
create it for ourselves and importantly, be okay with getting support, whether that's with therapy, coaching, um, creatively, you know, art or whatever, whatever it is that speaks to you to get that support because we can't go it alone either. Yeah. I like that you said that because I think a lot of people, well, well, many people don't think that asking for help is, um, they feel like they can do it all themselves or that asking for help is being too vulnerable and it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody needs help at some point. It's okay. Yeah. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, so where can people find more about your book? Um, well, you can learn more about the book on my website. It's uh, Um, but purchased, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Um, so hopefully you're getting it in, in other retailers uh, soon, but, but for now, absolutely available on Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Okay. And what are you up to? Where can people find out more about you? Uh, you can find me on my website, Dr. It's Dr. And then my name, I'm sure you're going to link all of this in the show notes, but um, so my website, drsimadesai.com and um, as well as I'm on Instagram at dr.simadesai um, and on LinkedIn as well. Although the LinkedIn username always eludes me. I think there's some hyphens yeah, in there. I, I, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So yeah. are you, so you're coaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love, um, a lot of my clients are doctor moms because I feel like that's kind of where, where I've resonated and that's yeah. kind of what, what's being sent to me. Um, so, you know, but that being said, not all of my clients are in medicine, but, um, but many of them are parents. A lot of them are, and it's really cool to see them. Um, it's always funny because I'll have them say, they'll come to me and they'll be like, well, my kid's this or my husband that. And when we start to work on their own shifting and own, you know, whatever, like miraculously, same experience as me in that sense, right? Like when we change how we're seeing things, what we look at begins to change. And and so yeah. it's been really cool to see them uh help be the agent of change for themselves in their own homes too. Yes. Yes. I, that resonates with me often trying to blame others or say this person made me feel this way, but it's really how you're reacting and how, and something inside of you is reacting a certain way because of that. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about a few, it was like a couple of weeks ago and my husband had come home and he was like, oh, the dishes are still in the sink. And it was literally, I'm sure a completely neutral, like he's not one of these that expects anything to be done. Like he helps out. He's amazing. And it was just one of those days where I, you know, had clearly been feeling guilty about the fact that the dishes has been sitting there all morning. Um, and I was like working, I wasn't just sitting around. Um, but yeah, like I took it as like, well, I don't know when you expect me to do this, you know, it's like, yeah. so we all, we all have these moments, even though yes. um, we know better. So yes, I guess that what I'm trying to say to listeners is to please give yourselves tons of grace. We are imperfectly human and all growing together. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. That's so great. So um, 
I am so excited that you talked with me today and I'm going to show your book again. Go out and buy it. Do yourself a favor. I <laughs> loved it. My daughter loves it. We're using it. So I'm so glad. <laughs> that just lights me up. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Seema, for um, sitting with me today and opening up and sharing uh, all of your talent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's a blessing to be able to do so. So thank you so much for allowing the space and, you know, for doing what you do is just, it's really such a cool thing to see. So. Aw, well, thank you. Thank you for listening. Soulful Series is hosted by me, Annie Catherine. Soulful Series is a Vienna Studios production produced by Vanessa Ferlano. Music by Vanessa Ferlano. Catch you next time. Part of the ACAST community.